Section 7 of The Underground Railroad, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Underground Railroad, Part 1, by William Still. Section 7. William Peel, alias William Box Peel Jones. Arrived per Erickson line of steamers, wrapped in straw and boxed up, April, 1859. William is twenty-five years of age, unmistakably colored, good-looking, rather under the medium size, and of pleasing manners. William had himself boxed up by a near relative and forwarded by the Erickson line of steamers. He gave the slip to Robert H. Carr, his owner, a grocer and commission merchant, after this wise and for the following reasons. For some time previous, his master had been selling off his slaves every now and then, the same as other groceries, and this admonished William that he was liable to be in the market any day. Consequently, he preferred the box to the auction block. He did not complain of having been treated very badly by Carr, but felt that no man was safe while owned by another. In fact, he, quote, hated the very name of the slaveholder, unquote. The limit of the box, not admitting of straightening himself out, he was taken with the cramp on the road, suffered indescribable misery, and had his faith taxed to the utmost, indeed was brought to the very verge of screaming aloud ere relief came. However, he controlled himself, though only for a short season, for before a great while an excessive faintness came over him. Here nature became quite exhausted, he thought he must die but his time had not yet come. After a severe struggle he revived, but only to encounter a third ordeal no less painful than the one through which he had just passed. Next a very cold chill came over him, which seemed almost to freeze the very blood in his veins, and gave him intense agony, from which he only found relief on awaking, having actually fallen asleep in that condition. Finally, however, he arrived at Philadelphia on a steamer, Sabbath morning. A devoted friend of his, expecting him, engaged a carriage and repaired to the wharf for the box. The bill of lading, and the receipt he had with him, and likewise knew where the box was located on the boat. Although he well knew freight was not usually delivered on Sunday, yet his deep solicitude for the safety of his friend determined him to do all that lay in his power to rescue him from his perilous situation. Handing his bill of lading to the proper officer of the boat, he asked if he could get the freight that it called for. The officer looked at the bill and said, No, we do not deliver freight on Sunday. But, noticing the anxiety of the man, he asked him if he would know if he were to see it. Slowly, fearing that too much interest manifested might excite suspicion, he replied, I think I should. Deliberately looking around amongst all the freight, he discovered the box and said, I think that is it there. Said officer stepped to it, looked at the directions on it, then at the bill of lading, and said, That is right, take it along. Here the interest in these two bosoms was thrilling in the highest degree, but the size of the box was too large for the carriage, and the driver refused to take it. Nearly an hour and a half was spent in looking for a furniture car. Finally one was procured, and again the box was laid hold of by the occupant's particular friend, when, to his dread alarm, the poor fellow gave a sudden cough. At this startling circumstance he dropped the box, equally as quick, although dreadfully frightened, and, 
as if helped by some invisible agency he commenced singing hush my babe lie still and slumber with the most apparent indifference at the same time slowly making his way from the box soon his fear subsided and it was presumed that no one was any the wiser on account of the accident or coughing thus after summoning courage he laid hold of the box a third time and the rubicon was passed the car driver totally ignorant of the contents of the box drove to the number to which he was directed to take it left it and went about his business now is a moment of intense interest now of inexpressible delight the box is open straw removed and the poor fellow is loosed and is rejoicing i will venture to say as mortal never did rejoice who had not been in similar peril this particular friend was scarcely less overjoyed however and their joys did not abate for several hours nor was it confined to themselves for two invited members of the vigilance committee also partook of a full share the boxman was named william jones he was boxed up in baltimore by the friend who received him at the wharf who did not come in the boat with him but came in the cars and met him at the wharf the trial in the box lasted just seventeen hours before victory was achieved jones was well cared for by the vigilance committee and sent on his way rejoicing feeling that resolution underground railroad and liberty were invaluable on his way to canada he stopped at albany and the subjoined letter gives his view of things from that point mr still i take this opportunity of writing a few lines to you hoping that they may find you in good health and family i am well at present and doing well at present i am now in a store and getting sixteen dollars a month at the present i feel very much obliged to you and your family for your kindness to me while i was with you i have got along without any trouble at all i am now in albany city give my love to mrs and mr miller and tell them i am very much obliged to them for their kindness give my love to my brother nor jones tell him i should like to hear from him very much and he must write tell him to give my love to all my particular friends and tell them i should like to see them very much tell them that he must come to see me for i want to see him for something very particular please answer this letter as soon as possible and excuse me for not writing sooner as i don't write myself no more at the present william jones direct to one hundred one two five lightest street his good friend returned to baltimore the same day the boxman started for the north and immediately dispatched through the post the following brief letters worded in underground railroad parables baltimore april sixteenth eighteen fifty nine w still dear brother i have taken the opportunity of writing you these few lines to inform you that i am well and hoping these few lines may find you enjoying the same good blessing please to write me word at what time was it when israel went to jericho i am very anxious to hear for there is a mighty host will pass over you and i my brother will sing hallelujah i shall notify you when the great catastrophe shall take place no more at the present but remain your brother n l j End of section 7